Well, thanks. Well, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to our show, The Madhouse, uh, TNT Wrestling, uh, where we have no clue what we're doing. Um, they did updates. Absolutely, <laughs> Absolutely no clue. We, they had updates on our software, and so we like to hit live on things, and it tells us if we're live or not. We got to do other stuff, and apparently they cut out the middleman. And we're live. So uh, for those of you that stuck around for that minute, thank you of us saying live, live, live. <laughs> live, live, live. Live, 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 live. So we watched um, a lot of really, really, really great wrestling this week. <laughs> are, are you sure it was live really great wrestling? Cause I don't think it was really great wrestling. Yeah, no, it was it was wonderful. Um it was something, man. It was something. I can't really, uh, <laughs> can't really say too many spoilers here, but it was a uh, night to remember, or a, a week to remember, uh, because this was awful. So it was, and they were both, and, and, and you know, they both have uh, pay per views coming up. Yeah, yeah. This is this is a very odd show. Um. Oh, uh, see, where do I start on this at all? Um, so one of the things that we've been looking at in past weeks is kind of what the rumors were at the time, what's been going on with uh, professional wrestling at this time, what the uh, rumors were of the day. And a major source of those rumors came from Dave Meltzer of the Wrestling Observer. Um, and so this is just some tidbits of history of what was going on behind the scenes. Um, during the last WCW paper at World War III, they were hinting that something was going on legally with the WWE. They hinted about um, the steroid scandal has not ended yet. And... Uh, Dave Meltzer actually got a little bit of information on that. It was uh, something about the secretary of Vince McMahon who was a who testified during the trial. Um, she apparently, well, allegedly received a payment of two hundred and fifty thousand dollars and four hundred thousand dollars to uh, say things favorably in the McMahon's uh, side of things. So. Yeah, apparently this has been investigated for a while, and it's not going away anytime soon. But I, I honestly don't remember this ever being a thing, so I think it ends up getting dropped at some point. But I don't know. I mean, this could be the time that I mean, I don't know the exact dates, but whenever during this time is when um, you know Hulk Hogan went up, yeah, and testified, and and that was before Nitro the, the... started, yeah. That was before Nitro started. Yeah. Okay, because because it was then that that you know, uh, you know Vince was like, I don't know why he lied for me and kind of turned himself into a heel character is what I what I was always told. Right. Well, um, so the other kind of interesting tidbit of news is they really weren't sure about the like just like you said uh, the other day. Uh, they weren't sure about the whole Shawn Michaels collapsing thing. Like, 
nobody's really at, at this point everyone's kind of like you know this is probably a storyline but we're really we really don't have the information on this so i uh, found that very interesting uh see oh but i mean like i said there was only three people who knew about it from, yeah from what the article i read said right well they did make note that this was probably a ploy to draw ratings away from nitro because if if you line up the shows that's actually uh the same time Shawn michaels falls is when uh the start of hulk hogan versus sting over on wcw happens so they're trying to stop that dream match because that's actually the first time hogan and sting have ever fought so that was going to be a big deal they knew that was going to be a big ratings draw over there so i found that interesting um apparently vince mcmahon is not happy with the ending at survivor series something happened um but vince mcmahon was visibly pissed at the time and you ever watch survivor series uh, i watched part of it i couldn't make it through man I'm going to do a, uh, a watch-along series. Yeah, you couldn't make it through Survivor Series, but you made it through World War Three. I made it through World War Three. I was, uh, admittedly, during World War Three, I was watching, or I was working in the uh, man cave and uh, kind of getting it winterized. Um, I don't know if you've noticed the heater behind me, but it's cold, so I was trying to fix that in here. <laughs> But the other thing, which this is a little disappointing, Sabu has returned to ECW. So he uh, he probably we won't see him probably won't see him on WCW for a while. He uh, I know he does come back. Um, I don't know what kind of contract and they even list this. They don't know what kind of contract he has with ECW because he actually has some dates with some other organizations that he's going to be working so, uh, you know, he he's either well, going to come back or not. So we'll see. Well, I mean, Sabu really didn't fit WCW anyway because I mean he he's way too hardcore. Yeah. And they're 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 you know PG at best. Yeah, exactly. So I thought that was interesting. Um. So. WWE this week started off with uh, the recap of Shawn Michaels collapsing. Uh, you know, Vince McMahon pretty much gave the, you know, this is a dangerous sport. Anything can happen. Uh, injuries is a possibility. And they're really trying to beat this in that Shawn Michaels is injured. Yeah, but really he's with Sonny. Yeah. Hanging out by beat. <laughs> Having sunny days. All right. So th the first match of the night was probably, uh, well, I was going to say the most interesting, but it really wasn't. Uh, it was Rat Ratford versus Odd Man Johnson. Oh, man. Rat Ratford, man. I I don't remember him, and I remember I, I'm seeing why I don't remember him. And it's because he is just terrible. <laughs> he is yeah. a jobber to jobber extreme. 
Um, I mean, if they wanted to be successful, you know, they would pair him up with, oh, who's that guy that's in, in a big feud right now with Triple H, the pig slot dude? Oh, Henry Godwin. Yeah, they pair him up with Henry Godwin. Yeah, definitely. So, this match lasted about two minutes and forty six seconds. It was. I didn't. I actually. There's information on the Information Superhighway that gave me that some of this info, which is awesome. So. Did you really call the internet the Information Superhighway? It hasn't what been they, called that in like thirty years. That's what they call it on WCW. Okay, that's what they call it over there. <laughs> and WCW hasn't been around for twenty years. <laughs> it is the Information Superhighway. Yeah. So. Yeah, two minutes, 46 seconds is one-sided. You know, Odd Man won pretty impressively, but, uh, yeah. Um, Jerry Lawler interviewed him afterwards, and I'm I'm including my review in this part. Uh, Jerry Lawler pretty much started picking on Odd Man. I mean, he was kind of like right at him at the, you know, from the get-go. And then uh, Dean Douglas came out, and they kind of squared off, so nothing really happened of it. So, you know, watching all that, you know, if I just rated the match itself, it would have probably got a two. But the little bit of afterwards, I'm giving it an extra point, mainly because I think they're trying to push Dean Douglas and uh, Odd Man Johnson into a storyline. So they got to start somewhere. So I gave it a three. Uh, you, so you're, you're counting the promo afterwards? I counted the promo. You don't have to, but I did. I felt like it was fair. Um, I, I mean, yeah, it was, I mean, they did give a good promo, and, mm-hmm. um... I actually understood Odd Man Johnson this time. Yeah, I mean, uh, but, I don't know, I'm, I'm thinking two and a half. Two and a half? Um, yeah... I granted, you know, it, it was King who was interviewing, you know, he he and he didn't talk over the 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 promo even though he was interviewing. <laughs> yeah. Um it was pretty interesting, I think, the, the that promo. Um the the power bomb that he delivered as the as his finisher was amazing. I mean, that that was that to me was the best move of the whole night. Right. Um, so yeah, two and a half. Okay. Two and a half. Well, after uh, this match, we had a interesting uh, start here uh, with what I think is interesting. Okay, WCW and WWE seem to have working relationships with the with the Japanese wrestling uh, organizations over there. And so we got Asia Kong, which I think is incredible. She's wrestling at this time. She was actually at the all-in pay-per-view uh, just a few weeks ago with AEW, or a few months ago at AEW, and she was awesome then. So uh, I thought that was great. Uh, she actually, I think she fought awesome kong it was like asia kong and there was like you know some other uh ladies in there but just seeing them two face off that's and then seeing her in this episode i thought was amazing 
Um, and plus, she hasn't hardly changed a lick. Uh, Except for probably more wrinkles. Yeah. Um, one thing I did note when I was doing a little bit of research on uh, some of the wrestlers was Asia Kong actually has three five-star matches from the Wrestling Observer, uh, which is actually a pretty pretty big deal. Uh, Kyoto, uh, who was in this match, has four. Uh, just mentioning, we had, this match was Asia Kong, Tomoko Wantabe versus Alundra Blaze and Kyoto Ino. I think I butchered their names horribly. I tried my hardest. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, you butchered them. Yeah, I did. I, I couldn't ask either. Yeah, uh, the Kyoto uh, girl. She actually has um, one match of the year. Uh, for I think it was in 1995, so that's a pretty big deal for uh, women's wrestling at that time. This match doubled the last one with four minutes and five seconds. Uh, you know, uh, what do you think about it, Tom? I mean, this is our first Divas uh, tag team match. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've seen we've seen a couple Diva. Or women's yeah. tag team, they're divas yet. Yeah. We've seen a couple singles women's matches, but not, mm -hmm. not tag team. Right. And, you know, if I was to compare the two that we're going to see tonight, this would definitely come in last. But, you know, right. I, I am going to give it a three. Okay. I... Uh... I enjoyed this. It was fun to watch. I definitely, uh, you know, I definitely see that what they're trying to do uh, with this. Um, the, uh, uh, I, I don't know, you know, it, it was a little bit slower than I thought it should have been. I thought this would have been a faster moving match. But yeah, I gave it a three point five out of ten. I thought it would be more high flying because yeah. you know Japanese uh, Japanese wrestling is known for high flyers. You know they're right. They're they're kind of you know the the silly the silly sibling of uh, of luchadors. Mm -hmm. You know who's also high flying, and I thought there would be more flyers. Right, but they weren't. So after this match, uh, we had. The return of brother love, <laughs> and no, I love Lord. you. Oh my god! This is one of the worst characters <laughs> that WWE has ever come up with. So, so I'm going to uh, perform <laughs> this uh, this section of our podcast as brother love wait a minute wait a minute, so, wait a minute wait a minute we forgot to mention yeah that bob Backlund was was in the audience oh yeah yeah he was he was in the audience i think he was what well, he was trying to get more votes wasn't he yeah he was trying yeah. to he, he was getting more, trying president. to get more votes yeah so <laughs> yeah so he was out in the audience at this time so yeah so here here it is so this was great. I'm brother love. <laughs> Your face. Oh, uh, no, man, this was horrible. So Bret Hart had to endure the worst 
freaking interview ever that just seemed to drag on. It wasn't that long of an interview, really. But it... no, there was. It, it was not that long at all, except for the fact that brother love <laughs> drew everything out. Yeah, and he he'd like eat the microphone. So uh, during this whole thing, we had uh, uh, well towards the end of it, um, the brother love was pretty much saying that the Undertaker, you know, is going to come take Brett's title, and uh, and then um, uh, what was it, Bob Bob Bacula or whatever his name is, he come in. Bob Backlund. Yeah, Backlund. He he comes in. Gets the chicken Bob wing. Bacula? Whatever. I was thinking Scott Bacula there for a second. <laughs> Anyways, he hits the ring, hit, gets the chicken wing on Brad Hart and uh, takes him down. It was ridiculous. And, yeah, I, I would rather forget it. But I had to watch it. I hope the brother love thing doesn't continue. Oh, that's all I got to say. So... <laughs> Anyway, what are you talking about? I mean, it's, oh, it's, it's your favorite spot. Yeah. Well, after that, we had a wonderful match compared to that interview. Hunter Hearst Helmsley versus John Crystal. Um, that went, uh, that became the shortest match of the night, I think. Two minutes, 21 seconds. This was, uh, we pretty much knew who was going to win this one. Hunter, uh, yeah. Hunter destroyed him. Uh, John is a obvious jobber. I wish they wouldn't use these jobbers like this. I mean, put them in a dark match. Get, get somebody else. Put them in a dark match, or put them up against a mid card. Not, not, yeah. so, not someone that's pushing to be a, a headliner. Yeah, I mean, granted, you know, at this point, you know, Triple H isn't, you know, he's a mid card himself, but. This guy, I mean, like, when you see him, you know he's going to lose. Even back then, you were like, ah. Yeah, but Triple H is a mid-carder right now, but they're pushing him to be yeah. a main event. Yeah, yeah. Which they, means they know that they're they need to him that put way. him against main event people mm-hmm. or other mid-cards. Yeah, Hunter wins this by pedigree. I went ahead and gave this a 3 out of 10. It was not great. It was stupid. It was one-sided. It was a one and a half. One and a half? One and well, a half. Well, there you go. <laughs> that's, that's, I, I can understand it. I was being generous, I think. So uh, The time for being generous is over. <laughs> so after this was probably my favorite promo of the night. It was Jim Cornette and Owen Hart. And Owen Hart was declaring that he is uh, going to be taking on any challengers that would take him. and uh, But, you know, just beware, he put Shawn Michaels into the hospital. So, <laughs> you know, who wants to face the guy that put down Shawn Michaels like that? I thought it's great that they're trying to take credit for Everyone. all this. I, I, I believe that's, uh, that's, that's, that's hilarious to me. So, I, I, I find it funny that, that Brett... Was told that he's got a target on his back, mm-hmm. and Owen's trying to get a target on yeah, his back. Yeah, he's trying to. Yeah, 
I just think it's funny. They're they're pretty much putting it out there that they put uh they put Sean in the hospital. So, you know. Oh yeah, this is the, the they're playing. They're gonna play this up over the next few weeks. Oh yeah. I mean that that's what and you know that's that's the stories that I read. You know they're mm-hmm. gonna play this up. So. so after this, uh, we had what was supposed to be Kama versus the Undertaker. Uh, it ended up being Sir Mo versus the Undertaker, and I really, I I didn't understand why. Um, and then the chain thing, I didn't get why he had that big giant chain. I didn't realize what that was <laughs> until like this match ended. So apparently, Kama has taken the urn and made this big giant chain out of it. Now, I didn't think the urn was that big, and that's a lot of chain. <laughs> so, I, I don't understand this at all. But they were fighting over the urn, but it, the urn was the chain. This is something I've missed what? the storyline in here so i'm gonna i'm gonna tell, i'm gonna tell you something that a friend of mine told me once and i need to you know i don't know if it's you know if i should be living by this or not right but this is about movies that what he was we were talking yeah. movies one day and he yeah. said Just let the movie take you in forget about everything else okay forget well. about the fact that the urn was half the size of those chains <laughs> what's that not even half, dude. Oh, it was stupid. But anyways, it it was very funny to see the Undertaker get all emotional, holding the chain, and uh, I I imagine him putting it around his neck and looking like you know crazy, I guess, with a chain on. So, um. But anyways, some of the notes I took on during this, which is uh, the best notes ever is the Undertaker looks silly in his mask. Uh, he got attacked by Kama, which we didn't see coming because he he was, you know, um, he had crutches on. So, yeah, <laughs> so uh, I put, then I put Taker fights back <laughs> and then wins via chokeslam. That's how the match pretty much went. You don't have to watch it. There it is right there. <laughs> Taker got the urn back. I mean, chain or whatever that is. Do you think the ashes are inside the chain? That's bothering me. I don't know. I... <laughs> Were there ashes before Paul Bear? I don't know. Man, it's so confusing. Anyways, King Mabel came out at this point, and uh, he took the chain and ran off. So he attacked Paul Bear, took the chain, ran off. So that was... Uh, that was an interesting ending there to Raw, um, you know. Mabel, yeah. I mean that pretty much Mabel's a dick, and uh, he stole his urn chain, with maybe maybe not ashes in it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and Raw ended with three very lackluster matches. Yes. Four. Yeah, <laughs> the whole show. <laughs> I mean, yeah. the whole show. I mean, let's let's get down to it. So there, there were four matches, weren't there? Yeah, I missed yeah. one. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So uh, the uh, the ratings at this time 
Raw actually pulled a 2.3, which was pretty, pretty okay for the time. Um, so, anyways, let's uh, let's let's. So, so, what's what? So, so I'm giving this match of uh, a oh, yeah. three and a half. Yeah. Yeah. You forgot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna give this match a three right and on. a half because. One, we get to see the return yeah. of the Undertaker to Raw. Um, he lost points because of the fact that, you know, the chain issue <laughs> um, being too large for the urn. I have so many questions. So, like I said, I should t- let the story take me in. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, we should meditate before but, the show. But he he. He also lost points because that mask is hideous. Yeah, the mask, the mask rivals Hulk Hogan's mask <laughs> over on Nitro. I mean, it, it looks like just a piece of plaster that they put over his face. Yeah. So um, I was generous. Uh, I gave this a uh, four out of ten, mainly because I I don't think I've ever seen Sir Mo fight, but he actually did okay it was you know it was believable for what it was undertaker overcame it and you know (laughs) all silliness aside um i did really really think it was hilarious watching mabel run away from the undertaker with the chain he was all happy he had it he was like waving in the air that was funny to me so that got an extra point for that so Let's check in with uh, with our good friend Buff Bagwell and see what he's got to say. I am Buff and I'm the stuff, but everybody needs to listen. I am Buff Bagwell telling you to watch out for TNT, the Monday Night Wars on YouTube. These guys are aces in picking winners of Raw and Nitro each week. So tune in every Monday night at 5 p.m. Trevor, Shelby, Thomas Kennedy and are my biggest fans, bro. That's huge to me. That means a lot to me, so thank you for that. And I know you're going to love their show, so check it out. Remember, TNT, Monday Night Wars, YouTube, Buff Daddy out. Buff Daddy out. That uh, <laughs> that's the best money I've ever spent. That right there. I if you go to Cameo and you want you want you want to get best bang for your buck, you get Buff Bagwell. That man got dressed up and ready. He went outside. He was he put the hat on. He was he was good to go, man. That's NWO for life, right there. NWO you pay them like, like like eight to twenty to a hundred dollars, <laughs> and they'll do anything you want, right? Uh well, it's not that they do anything you want. You the 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 idea, or what at least what I get from Cameo is what they will do is uh it's supposed to be like shout outs, you know, like the. Uh, uh, you pay, you you send them the money, and they will do like 
a shout out and be like, hey, you know, whoever, and they'll like roast them or something like that. If you want to do it for a friend for a birthday or maybe invites for a party. But the um, what I sent to him was a little little uh, paragraph just saying, hey, this is the information about our show. Uh, we would love it if you did this. Um, and we're we're huge fans. <laughs> so, <laughs> and so, yeah, he ran with that. That was great. I enjoyed it. Um, I actually got that right before the cruise, and I was that, that just made my day when that came in. I was so happy. You still talk about that stupid cruise? Yeah, man. <sighs> Wish I was back there. Anyways, but no, I'm here you're in real, the wonderful you're, land. Your month and a half cruise. Yeah. It wasn't a month and a half. It was, you know, half half a month. So anyways, over on WCW, we've got Pepe that has got a studded outfit there. It is, uh, he's all cowboyed up with the rhinestones. And, um, see, this, this week they're coming from Salem, Virginia. Uh, the first match of the night is Johnny B. Bad with the Diamond Doll versus DDP. You see, the at World War III, uh, the Diamond Doll was put up for grabs when he fought Johnny B. Bad. And, uh, yeah, so Johnny won, so the Diamond Doll went with him. And she was quite happy at the time. So, thought that was interesting. Um... This match was uh, almost completely focused on the Diamond Doll. Like, this camera shot was her the entire time. (laughs) I would do the same. I mean, mean, she's she's gorgeous even today. Well, yeah, but but there's a match going on. I mean, come on. But anyways, yeah, but this is the whole storyline. They're all... You know, this is this is pretty but much who's more writer. important. <laughs> you know, Diamond Doll or or Diamond Doll's page or yeah, well, or, 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 Johnny. Yeah, well, Johnny. Yeah, or or the match. I mean, who cares about the match? So, so DDP came down to the ring with a big deal of flowers, and he hands it to Kimberly. He tells her he's sorry. And she looks a little, like, taken aback, like, huh, you know, he hasn't ever done that before. And uh, then when she looks in the flowers, there's a chain. (laughs) She pulls it out, and she doesn't know what to do. She looks confused, right? And uh, eventually at the end of the match, Diamond Dallas Page signaled for her to pass the chain to him. She passed it, or she threw it. But it was Johnny B. Bad that caught it, and then he used it to win the match. He knocked DDP upside the head. Right in front of the ref. Yeah, the ref acted like he saw nothing. He was looking right at him. (laughs) He lost his glasses that day. So, anyways, this match ends, and she looks shocked that of what happened basically. And I don't know. And and this is the point of the storyline, I guess, but I don't know if she is just pretending 
to be with Johnny B. Bad? Just to, like, get his title or screw him over somehow? Or if she really meant to pass that chain to him? Or if that, that chain might have meant, been meant for Diamond Dallas Page so he could have done the screw job right there. I'm not sure, but, uh, yeah. Uh, Johnny won this one. Uh, I Although the match was hardly seen, we had a good view the entire match. So I gave that a 5 out of 10. <laughs> uh, you know... I wouldn't care if there was a match, you know. Um, you know, I, I, you know, I, I, I gave it a seven. You gave it a seven. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is great. Well, oh, that is really funny. So, um, uh, I actually have a little addition for this episode uh, for the Nitro side. I didn't have it for the Raw side. Uh, but um, I actually have Dave Meltzer scores, and uh, he has uh, the score for um, this match at three-fourths of a star, which if you look at how – I kind of figure out how his star ratings work. It's, a, it's out of ten. Uh, five is the top. Negative five is the bottom. So he pretty much gave this five and three-fourths points that we that we uh uh that on our scale basically so he he was right in between us <laughs> a little closer to my side but <laughs> he wasn't paying attention yeah uh, quite obviously yeah quite obvious yeah he was a little too I critical mean, here so yeah i mean <laughs> so after this we had an interesting interview with uh, Jimmy Hart and Kevin Sullivan where they pretty much pointed fingers at each other and uh, Jimmy Hart said he's got a plan with Sting and um, Lex. So they've talked and they have a plan. So I don't know. Like They're still hinting that Sting might be on the Doom side, Dungeon of Doom side. I don't know. If that's true or not, I'm a, I'm he guessing. He does take up a lot. Yeah, I I'm thinking eventually Sting's gonna make that heel turn, but we'll we'll see. He I don't know. It's it's it'll be interesting. Hogan, I thought it might have happened at World War Three because Hogan did throw Sting out of the ring uh, when they were trying to eliminate the Giant. Hogan eliminated everybody, so um, I figured Sting might get pissed off for that, but. Apparently not, not on this episode. So the uh, the next match was probably the match of the week. It was a uh, cutie Suzuki. <laughs> I'm gonna mess this up, man. <laughs> Mayum Ozaki versus Bull Makino, Makino, and Akira. Hokuto. I Wow, you did butcher that. I uh I I'm pretty sure I owe each of them an apology. <laughs> and and I issue one. I'm so you sorry. Think? <laughs> yes. I really tried. I didn't I didn't want to say the ladies from Japan. <laughs> so <laughs> that would have been better. 
Anyways, I tried. Next time, I'll put their names up on the screen. How about that? Um, this was actually a pretty interesting match. We had Bull grabbing the women by the hair and just swinging them around. It was hilarious. Um... I, I thought this was a lot of fun to watch. This was the appropriate speed. This is what I thought the match on Raw was going to be. This was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed the heck out of this match. Um, I did too. It was great. Yeah. Uh, Bobby the Brain Heenan was talking about Bull at one point, and I quoted him as saying, she's bigger than a Honda. <laughs> so... Beautiful commentating there by Bobby the Brain Heenan. And Akira and Bull wins this one. You know, I enjoyed this immensely. This was a a shining light for this week because everything else was not. So I gave this a 7.5 out of 10. Um, I, I mean, this match was, was great. I liked it. Um... Uh, it was it had a lot of good double teams. I mean, it it definitely started out with all four, you know really well when, with all four ladies in the in the the ring. Right. Um, and that finisher was amazing. Mm -hmm. The 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 top rope double sing or single uh single double. And what they call that? <laughs> a single double drop kick or something yeah. like that? A single leg? I don't know. But, you know, she kicked both of them in the face. I mean, right. it was great. So. Yeah. It was, uh, it, was, it was a lot of fun. Uh, what, what did you give this? What did you give it? 7.5. I'll give it a 7. 7? Okay. Seven. Yeah. I like it. So um just to add in there, uh Dave Meltzer gave this three and a half stars, which on our scale means that would have been eight and a half points. <laughs> so <laughs> very interesting. He he was way up there. He gave this a lot more credit than I did. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, he he he. Uh, of course, he was judging them as they were coming, so he doesn't know what's coming up. So. Right. So after this, we had uh, Hugh Morris uh, versus Hulk Hogan, which I have to say that is one of the best names. <laughs> Hugh Morris, <laughs> it is. Humorous. Yeah. Hugh Morris. Yeah, no, it's great. Uh, I think I've used that in our telephone conversations before. <laughs> I think you have. And this is where I got it. So, <laughs> like 100%. Um, this is the actual debut for Hugh Morris. He is a long-standing WCW guy. He will be in this under that name for a while. So, uh, be prepared to see a lot of him. Yeah, he's part of the Dungeon of Doom. Um, his evil trait is that he laughs, so yeah, don't trust. Hence, 
him. Hugh Morris. <laughs> yeah. So, and that's pretty much his whole gimmick <laughs> is he looks fine for a second, then he starts giggling, and then he looks fine, he looks giggling, he starts giggling. I don't know. But uh, I guess if I were a pro wrestler, I'd have been Hugh Morris. So, uh, uh, my notes for this match were, were pretty interesting, I think, because I'm interesting. I put, apparently, we have to deal with this shit again. Hogan versus Doom. <laughs> so, um, this is the debut of Hugh. Uh, Hogan is back in the red and yellow. Yippee. Hooray. And... He burned all of his black. Yeah, he burned all the black. So, um, so at one point, Hogan actually grabbed Hugh Morris by the face and started biting his forehead. And the yeah. commentators didn't once say anything about it. I was like, Hogan is biting a man. <laughs> they, and... And the ref didn't break it up either. It was so bizarre. So, um, yeah. And uh, then I put Hogan hoax up. What a surprise. It's over. And, uh, yeah. So, based on all that, I gave this a 4.5 out of 10. Really? Yeah. <laughs> really? 4.5. Hey, man. That's a solid Hogan match right there. I mean the 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 kick the the the, the big boot actually looked fake in this uh, in this match. And you're giving a four point five. Yeah, four point five. Where'd you go with it? What what's what's all the outrage? What what'd you give it? Negative two. Three and a half. Three and a half. Ah, we weren't that far. We're like a point off. Uh, whatever. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't need to right now. Well, I'm still recovering from Thanksgiving. <laughs> so, after this match, we had Macho Man coming out with his championship strapped around his waist. We had, uh, um, he gets interviewed by Mean Gene. They're kind of going over what happened the night before. Uh, the controversy is that Hogan didn't go over the ropes. He was pulled under the ropes, but they, he was still the, – the referee didn't see it and eliminated Hogan from the match. So Macho Man ended up winning. Hogan wants a rematch. And, uh, yeah, so he – or he wants at least a shot at the title. Hogan comes out, tries to uh, – um, tries to pretty much plead his case and show the video footage of what happened so Macho Man can understand that he was screwed out and he needs his title shot. But uh, be right before they show Hogan getting pulled underneath the ropes, the video cuts out, and the next thing you know, the giant comes out of nowhere and starts just demolishing freaking... Uh, Macho Man. I think he choke slams him on the concrete, doesn't he? he? Choke, choke slams him on the concrete. Yeah. Yeah, and then um, gets Hogan down to the uh, gets Hogan down to the ring, and then we have uh, um, Hogan fight back with a chair, and uh, well, he, well, Sting came down too. Well, yeah, Sting came down, and 
yeah, they, they pretty much knocked the snot out of him with the chair. And, uh, yeah, so that was, that was about it. I mean, not a whole lot to that. Um, I think if you, if you counted that as a match, it was probably the second best match of the night. <laughs> I told you that. <laughs> yeah. I stole I that said from that you. I said that the very, very beginning of the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I stole it from you. So, yeah. Very interesting. So, the next match we have is Sting and Lex Luger versus Arn Anderson, Arn Anderson and Brian Pillman. So... I uh, I was excited for this this match. It was oh, this is kind of like a uh, a dream match in a way because you've got this incarnation of the Four Horsemen versus uh, the Super Friends of Sting and Lex. So, um. Lex took his time coming out to the ring, uh, which was kind of concerning at first. Uh, things got a little more concerning when he didn't seem to be working with Sting at all during this match. So Lex kept not being at the ropes or being in the corner when he needed to be, or he would cause distractions that would help the four horsemen. I didn't know. I For a minute, I thought that Lex was making a switch over to the Four Horsemen since he used to be one. But uh, that didn't seem to happen. And uh, Lex was a horseman? Yeah, about 90, 1990, I think. It oh, was really? in, in his early WCW days, his first run in WCW. Uh, they, they, He was there as kind of like a developmental guy. Like, Sticking with some good people to to make him better, kind of like Brian. Yeah, yeah, exactly where Brian's at right now. So, yeah, so uh, Flair comes down. He puts the boots to uh, um, Lex. Um, yeah, so Hogan comes out. We've got uh, Flair attacking everybody. Um, See, Hogan came out to save him. Hogan tried to hit Luger with, uh, but Sting stopped him. And yeah, Hogan seems to be mad at Sting again. So. Well, you know, maybe this is building to something. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. Maybe it's building to the NWO. Maybe. Yeah. I don't think so. Not yet. We're, We're about a year or so off of that. Maybe. Listen. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'll let you have it. So <laughs> I won't argue. So, uh, yeah, so I, I don't know where this is going. Sting is still helping Lex, even though Lex doesn't seem to be helping Sting at all. Um, I did enjoy the match, though. This was pretty pretty cool match. I had fun with it. Um, I went ahead and gave it a 6 out of 10. Um, I, I had fun with it um I, I i'm gonna go ahead and give it a i mean it means it was actually the second best actual match yeah um uh i, I went ahead and give it gave it a 6.5 
Oh, okay. It mm-hmm. it's definitely the second best match on either show for the week. It um, yeah. Uh, WCW really kind of, I think they did right in their booking this week. Um, yeah. Which which um, let's see, Dave Meltzer rated this match. He gave it a one and a half stars. So he was about exactly where you are. So six and a half. So it, on our scale. So yeah. So you guys are right on spot on for that one. Um, yeah. Because I, I told him to put that. Yeah, you told him. Yeah. So no, I. I and I, I like I said I really think that the the booking is doing is working a little better on WCW right now. They're they're putting the right people in the right matches. They're de- like they debuted uh, Hugh Morris against Hulk Hogan. We all knew Hugh Morris was going to lose, but he's going to be I think he's going to be an integral character whereas when we had um Hunter Hearst Helmsley versus this John Chrysler, he had no storyline. He we've never seen the man before. We knew what was going to happen. You know, we've never seen Hugh Morris, but, you know, he's a part of the Dungeon of Doom. There's at least a something there that we can grab onto. Yeah, there's something we can grab onto. And, um, you know, all a lot of the WWF's uh, storylines have ended. So they're, they're, mm-hmm. they're still trying to get get new storylines. I mean, right. yeah, there's the, there's the Hunter Hearst Elmsley um storyline going on right now and you know he you got Shawn Michaels, is Shawn, Michaels. Shawn Michaels is out for a while he won't return until next year sometime mm. um, but you know that gets the storyline going for for uh, um, uh, I can't talk uh, I, I can't talk and I don't know why I can't talk <laughs> Are you talking about for Owen or for? Yeah, Owen. Okay. Um, for getting getting that storyline to get him beefed up, so he gets all, you know, get it gets right in his head and, and mm-hmm. uh, to to have a great storyline, but that's going to be, you know, a month or two away before Shawn Michaels actually shows back up. Right. So. so... And, yeah, I, I don't think that WWE is doing their champion right. So they got Bret Hart getting out there and getting attacked in, like, the silliest way possible. Uh, here we had Macho Man doing the same thing, getting attacked during an interview. But, yet yeah, it was by the giant. I mean, at least that was believable. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he got chokeslam on the concrete. He was out. That's understandable. <laughs> so... You know, and if you look at it that and way, the these shows... was a, he was a champion. Yeah, I know, but he was a champion, and, and I guess it wasn't that long ago. He actually beat Bret Hart, uh, ninety three, ninety four, I think. So, uh-huh. but yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, WCW ratings this week they scored a two point five, so they actually beat out WWE again. Um, who they you know they they scored a two point three. Uh, I don't know how these ratings are done or were done back then, but uh, I I wonder if 
a lot of the people are switching back and forth from one show to the other because that's what i did when i was a kid i switched shows constantly and then i had a buddy of mine where we would he would watch raw and i would watch nitro and we would stay on the phone with each other and if something happened we could instantly say switch <laughs> so <laughs> yeah so yeah the the uh, the obsession runs deep <laughs> Yeah, yeah, your obsessions. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, I added nothing to the drinking game for good reason because it's getting a little long. <laughs> and, um, but just there's a reminder to everybody the drinking game goes as such. Uh, this is for 1995 only. Uh, so, when you watch 1995 episodes, uh, if you hear anybody say, this is where the big boys play, you take a drink. Uh, if Jerry Lawler talks all over a promo, which he typically does, you take a drink. If any time a match ends, but the winner is attacked immediately after winning, you take a drink. If Vince dances awkwardly to commentary or in commentary to Shawn Michaels music, which has happened twice now, you take a drink. <laughs> and... If Bobby the Brain Heenan makes fun of Steve's dog's Pepe, you take a drink. If in the beginning of Nitro, you'd be pretty drunk um, doing all this. Uh, anytime a match starts during a commercial break, that one, I was just mad that week. <laughs> you take a drink. I think that's only happened once so far. Um, well, Bobby hasn't hasn't made fun of Pepe in a while. Yeah, no, nah, it's been weeks. It, Maybe months. Uh, I'm almost to the point where I say that that we retire that for now. Yeah, well, uh, come 1996 episodes, we will be starting a, a new list. And so a lot of these will get retired. So anytime Disco Inferno comes out to dance but doesn't have a match, you take a drink. That's happened about, what, four or five times? Yeah, well, yeah quite a few. And we've, that's one of our newest rules. Yeah. And anytime an ally turns on a friend during a match, that's happened a few times. And anytime there is a biased referee, um, that's that's happened once. But... Gonna... Now, now, um, we 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 assumed this was uh, this was for guest referees, right? You know, whenever I made this rule, mm -hmm. but. It seemed like we had a couple of biased referees uh, in, in these matches, like when Diamond Dallas Page got hit with a yeah. with a train. <laughs> well, that was a blind referee. <laughs> okay, um, maybe we should think about adding a rule or adjusting this rule to if there's a biased referee or a uh, blind referee where he misses something that he obviously seen. I um, let's just amend that one. Okay, we'll amend that one. So, anytime there's a biased or blind referee, blind as in he saw it happen but he didn't call it. So, like. When Hulk Hogan bit Hugh Morris. Yeah, yeah. 
oh man this rule could really do some damage <laughs> depending on how literal you take this <laughs> you could really really do some damage all right so here's the uh current results that we have right now uh every single week what we do is we look at both raw and we look at nitro and we award a winner for the week so last week you tied things back up uh you've got raw with five and a half points nitro with five and a half points and of course the dog show on the inaugural show won with a single point i have raw with five points and nitro with seven my bias has been shortened a little um so <laughs> i uh i think i made you last week go first so i will award the first point <laughs> uh and my point is definitely going to nitro um all bias aside i uh, i actually enjoyed nitro it had the better matches it it was genuinely i don't know a what more a more well put together show uh, i think they i'm getting tired of raw's squash matches and uh yeah what do you think? I'm giving it to the dog show. You can't give it to the dog show. There is no dog show. <laughs> There's a dog show somewhere. No. You can't give it to anyone. Uh, I'm going to give it to Nitro. All right. So Nitro takes the lead with you. So you have... Raw with five and a half, Nitro with six and a half, Dog Show with one. I've got Raw with five, Nitro with eight. Now, like I said, I do have a bias towards Nitro because it was my favorite show when I was a kid. But we have many weeks to go. <laughs> many, many terrible weeks to go. So <laughs> I do see this flip-flopping eventually. So, yeah. What you, There's so many weeks. What uh, what are you looking forward to in the uh, coming year? Since we're nearing the the end of the year here, uh, 1996 is a big year for wrestling. Is there anything that you're looking forward to? Uh, two things actually: The Rock and Stone Cold. Okay. I uh, sounds kind of silly, but. I'm kind of eager to start seeing the Hardy Boys. Um, Are they? Do they? Do they debut soon? They started with. They they might have already been on Raw before. Uh, we just haven't seen them during our show. Um, they, I believe, debuted in 1994, and so I didn't realize they'd been around that long. I didn't think they debuted until like. Yeah. Uh, now, until like 98 or something like that. When I was diggling, diggling, when I was digging through the uh, wrestling archives, 
I was looking at matches from house shows and everything. I was trying to get Dave Meltzer's uh, uh, scores for Raw this week. And Raw is actually hard to find because it's taped. So I've got to find it on the date that it was actually taped and not the date that it aired. So I was digging through it all, and I found some of the stuff they taped for, like, Sunday Night Heat. And this week they actually had Jeff Hardy on there. So... Okay. Um, seeing his name on there that brought a smile to my face I'm big Hardys fan uh, I seriously remember them as a kid watching stuff like you know Saturday morning wrestling and seeing yeah. um, Jeff Hardy and Matt Hardy tagging together They this was long before they were the Hardy boys with a Z they um, they they were just like, I don't know, they wore single color, like fluorescent color trunks, if I remember right. And they were just real quick young guys that, um, I don't know, I, I seen them enough on the show that I started liking them. And, uh, uh, and I I've always been a big fan of the Hardys, but I, and like I said, I didn't realize that they were that, you know, that means that they... They are the longest full-time uh, roster people right now. They've, they've been on the roster the longest. Well, you do have Dr. Isaac Yankum, but he's kind of not so much on No, he's anymore. retired. They retired him. Yeah. And then... They retired. Kane retired to become a mayor. Yeah. And then I'm trying to think if there's anyone else. I mean, you may be right. Um we did have uh, Triple H. He wrestles every now and then, but Triple H, he, Asia Kong. But she's not on WWE's. Right, she's over. Uh, she's still wrestling, but she's she's over with AEW, or well, she was at that pay per view. I don't know if she's actually main roster. If anybody knows, put it in the comments below. Let me know if she's actually. I'm actually interested if she's main roster at AEW or not. As much as I like AEW, I don't get to watch a lot of it, which is sad. Sad for me. So. What's well, on Friday nights? Uh, Wednesday nights. I'm sorry. I, yeah, Wednesday nights, I believe. Um, I wish I could watch it more, but I, uh, man, I already watch a lot of wrestling. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. And just to plug more wrestling, um, you guys, if you would like to tune in, we are going to be starting a podcast with the NWA, um, covering their stuff. Uh, well, I am, I am doing. Um, tried to do some watch along stuff. Um, don't know if I really dig the watch alongs like that, uh, live stuff like that. Might turn it to a podcast. So we'll see. Also, depending on when you check this out. Um, check us out on uh, podcast networks, any of them. We should be there. Look for TNT Wrestling. We, we've we re-entered the podcasting world. Tom told me to get out of it. I said, screw you, Tom. I'm no, 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 no. Don't blame this on me. To him. Hang on. Every I, change I, that we've made is because of him. All right. I muted Tom. So, <laughs> so anyways, yeah, he, you can't, they can't hear you, buddy. So, anyways. 
<laughs> I put your audio back. Anyways, so yeah, no, but we've uh, our a lot of our old episodes are going up there on our new channel. That just look for TNT Wrestling. Subscribe to us for one. For one, do that. Uh, rate us five stars. If you'd like to rate us lower, don't. And just give us five stars. Five stars. Um, think of like, you know, Eddie Guerrero, five star Fox Bash. So, uh, other than that, uh, you got anything you want to add, Mr. Kennedy? Kennedy? Um, no, I just hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving. Um, and have a great week. All right. Well, with that, I uh, hope you guys tune in next week. Um, if you guys uh, want to, you know, watch along with us, uh, we just did the uh, December twenty seventh or December, November twenty seventh edition of Raw Nitro. Um, this this uh, week we'll be cover or this next week we'll be covering the December fourth edition of both Raw and Nitro. So of nineteen ninety five. So if you want to go onto the WWE network, watch it. And then if you uh watch this episode or this next episode, you'll be kind of synced in with us. You'll know what's going on. So anyways, I uh hope to see you guys next week. Thank you, um, whoever you are, our viewer. <laughs> and uh we'll see you guys next time. Peace. Peace.